When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. It is that time of day again. It is Tuesday morning. It is time to talk hockey here on the Chairshot Radio Network. That's right. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ongar, here to deliver you hockey talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And the push to the playoffs continue, Dave. Before we get to all that, though, welcome, welcome into the program that you co-host. Welcome. Well, how how you doing? Doing all right, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Kitchen update, noble listener, because I know you all care. My marriage is still together. We have not we have not gotten a divorce. Uh, I took the last couple of days off of the week to check out some NCAA tournament basketball and watch two guys who didn't speak strong English install countertops. And Dave, here's what I've learned. Kitchen, this renovation business, really the work itself doesn't take all that long to do. Like the wife was like, Mrs. O'Dowd was like, okay, we're going to bring the the countertops are coming and they're going to install it. I was like, all right, that's going to be like all day. Those dudes were here for like an hour. And, and they were just like done. It was like, really? You're done? They, they installed the sink. They put in countertops. And then we're out. And I don't know. I I'm, I guess I thought this was going to be like this much longer project. But as I was telling you off air, we're going to be done before you know it, dude. We're, we're on to plumbers hooking up sinks and refrigerators. And at that point, as the missus said, the, the kitchen is technically functioning. 
That's pretty good, man. I mean, like you're saying, yeah, you thought it would take it would take a lot longer, and I think off air we were saying it. it it's amazing what competent contractors can do. Like I watched it's- at my ex wife's house where ignorant contractors took a one month job and stretched it into six. So you know that's that's, that's, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for those shady dealings. Um, what else is going on? What else did I want to? Oh, I wanted to talk to you about this. Are you gonna make it to Disneyland? Now that they have reopened Toontown over there in, I think it's the, is it Magic Kingdom that has the Toontown? Uh, Disneyland, yes, has Toontown, yeah, which, Disneyland. Is, which is our equivalent of Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Right, right. With the, and you, that's where the damn castle is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sleeping Beauty's, Sleeping Beauty's castle? Yeah, Sleep, yeah. Disney World has Cinderella's castle. We have Sleeping Beauty's or Correct. maybe it's River. I don't know. Um, I, we're going to actually, it's funny you mentioned that um, we're going to, we're doing WrestleMania and we decided yeah. for Saturday night that we're only going to be there on their one. Cause unlike the rest of the world, who's coming in and staying a week, like Christopher Platt coming in on a Wednesday and staying for a while, we are just going down Saturday morning to do stand and deliver WrestleMania one night one, and then stay over night two, come back. Uh, but we actually are going to stay in Anaheim at a hotel right next to Disneyland on that Saturday night. So I don't know if we'll get in. Um, there's no availability. I don't know if that is, is indicative of spring break or people from, uh, you know, around the world. But we are going to go. My wife will do it before I will. I'm pretty sure she's going back in April. Um, I won't get there probably till June. It's looking like right now. A little O'Dowd intrigued because there is a Chippendales Rescue Rangers themed like a little kid it's not a it's not an intense roller coaster oh the, but yeah there's, there's it's, gadgets it there's was like gadgets gadget. little roller coasters. gadgets go no coaster. it still is is it okay it's, it still is at least the video from walt disney world news today that uh that they showed showed that it's 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 still there gadgets is a fun little it's a little kids roller coaster i mean it's got like one drop and it it's maybe 30 seconds long but it's fun yeah it's a bu- bunch of little bank turns it has chippendale in it a little doubt is a big fan of the chippendale so that really seems to speak his language um what else what else did i want to get out of the way oh how's your how's your bracket looking my bracket ncaa uh, tournament bracket. i lost duke uh who i had going to the finals i lost them yesterday but ucla yep. who i've got winning the whole thing still alive to the sweet 16 they look like they could pose a threat. Uh, I did not, thankfully, pick Arizona or Purdue or Kansas. So I'm in right. okay shape there. Yeah, I didn't do a bracket this year, much to the chagrin of one PC Tony, and that's fine. Um, I'll own that. My final four on our NCAA show is already half eliminated, though, as I had both Kansas and Duke running to the final four. See, I also, yeah, I, I, I just, also had I, Texas. I thought- and Alabama. Well, you're looking good there. I mean, Alabama looks really strong. Texas had to f- fight claw and scratch a little bit, but uh, well, yeah, I, I really because thought because after Penn State, Penn State makes three points baskets. Like right. that's what they do. They 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 make threes. The thing that they couldn't do, and is has always been, they, Penn State had no size. Their biggest guy, their biggest guy in their starting lineup was six four, and you know they had him on a six ten dude who went for like twenty some points because. Anytime Texas got in trouble, all they had to do was give it to their big guy. And he, like, he'd just shoot right over the guy. Like, there was just nothing that Penn State could guard. So, Penn State gave him a little scare late, and then Texas went right to the well to their big man. 
who quickly erased that deficit and Penn State missed threes down the stretch. Texas took that away and won the game. Yeah, I I took Duke way far because I thought their performance in the ACC tournament was going to carry over, but you know Tennessee just beat them. Is is UConn still alive? They were the other team I was looking. UConn, at. UConn plays that. UConn plays as we record today. UConn and Marquette. Uh, the Big East Ooh, that's making a hell of a showing right now. That's not a matchup. That's those are two Big East teams still in it. But the Big East is acquitting itself quite well outside of Providence, who lost. Uh, I'm taking a look right now to see who's on tap as we're recording here on Sunday. But Xavier is currently playing. They're up 14 on Pitt. So they're they're feeling pretty good at halftime. Marquette plays Michigan State. That could be a really fun game to watch. Creighton is sneaky good. They're taking on Baylor. And then UConn has St. Mary's in what could also be another really, really good matchup. It's this this is a tournament of chaos this year with Princeton winning, with Fairleigh Dickinson winning, so many uh for uh Furman winning like just it's a it's a crazy tournament arkansas knocking off kansas as you spent which isn't an upset people by the way arkansas is the definition of a team that should be higher seeded but has not played to its potential all season and the last two games has looked like the team that fans thought they were going to get with eric musselman as their their two future pros and all of their athletes uh, have showed showed out this weekend. So good on yeah, Arkansas. I, I I mean I do I do like my pick. I think the Bruins are you know they barely lost to Arizona and everybody was like oh Arizona I'm like eh. Arizona got lucky. Uh, but UCLA looks like they could make some noise. Oh, this is like the first time in 15 years they've been in the Sweet 16. So well here I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you. I'm gonna do this to you. I question their depth. You've still got two significant players down. And at some point, you got to get past uh, Bama. I think is Bama and Houston are still going. One of those two. Yeah. Those two teams look the part. All uh, so far, have have really looked the part. They like Bama was never really in danger against Northwestern. Uh, I'm sorry, even when Northwestern got up again, it was just Bama's length and athleticism is too much. There's no depth. That, um, Maybe Maryland or Maryland, yeah. yeah, Maryland just doesn't ha- didn't have the depth. Northwestern played Houston. Then. No, UCLA. UCLA. Northwestern lost to UCLA. Who did um, Houston dismantle? Whoever they played eventually, like it was another one of those. Yeah, it was close for a little while. Then Houston pulled away. And they did they get Sasser right. back or is he still hurt? They did. Sasser was playing. Okay. Sasser played. He almost fouled out. That was the only thing that. Whoever Houston was playing, and I and I, and I don't know why it's eluding me. It was the only thing keeping them in the game was that Houston had a significant number of players with four fouls. So anyway, none of that. We are going to talk a little hockey this week, as as opposed to what we did last week. We'll take our first commercial break, and then we'll uh, we'll actually get into it. Figured we could do a quick talk about what we've got going on as we head into the playoff push. As we record this today on Sunday, there are six games that have playoff implications worth checking in and talking about. And then, Dave, I'm sorry. You know this is – I'm getting on my soapbox for part of this show. 
because I, I feel like we got to have a conversation about a real problem that the NHL has that they really aren't addressing well and letting players sort of rule the roost in a way that they shouldn't. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. So all of that, when we come back, you are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, welcome back to Hockey Talk. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar here talking everything NHL for you all. Dave, we didn't really talk a lot of hockey this week. We're really just sort of treading water until we get to the playoffs at this point. Like, that's just that's just where it is. And, well, I don't know, the, the Blackhawks are now officially out. They they are mathematically eliminated, so that's done. Not a surprise there. Well, I take it back. I was like Mr. Chicago Blackhawks. Remember me at the beginning of the season? was like, watch out for the Blackhawks. I was wrong, yep. guys. I was wrong. Really, really wrong. Um, so my bad. But here we are. Sunday, March 19th, as we record this. Seven games on the docket today. Six of them have some layer of playoff imp- implications. And I'm pulling this right off of the NHL website, so we're going to get into it. Uh, by the way, how would your Caps do against the Blues the other night? How'd that go? They did not show up. Your guys who have your guys who have mailed it in, literally have mailed yeah, it in. Yeah, we quit on the season. And what was that score again? Five to two. Did it was were... just not even. And after and it, was, it was so disappointing. It was three to nothing early it was, yeah, it, was, it was five to two and i mean after the performance the caps did against buffalo when they had to have a win like two nights earlier and then they just didn't show up and i know injuries are really killing 
the Capitals this year, and I get that. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> a team like St. Louis, no offense to the Blues, but a team like St. Louis who has mailed it in, literally, and, and just to get work like that. Yeah, the Caps are pretty much done. But um, this, Are they, though? They are. I mean, mathematically, no. Spiritually, in every other way that matters, yes. Spiritually, they need a priest. They need, uh, they I need mean, an exorcism. They're four points back of Florida in the wild card. Yeah, but they're five back. See, Florida is the team that you know you're looking at the wild card. Pittsburgh is holding on for dear life, and and, right. and Florida has really kind of come on a little bit, and only one point separates them. And and Florida, I mean, you, when you look at last year, what they were the number one seed in the East, and this year. They're trying to just make the playoffs. So, you you know, the loss, they, they had some big losses in the offense. And they lost like Huberdo. I think he went somewhere else. And a lot of right. their core took off. And you can see it really hurt them this year. But, yeah, if they get the playoffs, they're a team like, eh, you might want to keep an eye on them. But um, Pittsburgh's got all that veteran leadership. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel right now Florida's going to catch them. And Pittsburgh might be. You know, and and I mean, it's interesting. I think like next week, the pen, Pens and the Caps play. That's a huge game for Pittsburgh. Yep. Not so much for us, but Pittsburgh cannot afford to lose that game. I mean, at this point, you can't. Have, you're talking what Pittsburgh's on game sixty nine, so there's only thirteen games left for them. So we're down to the oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, down we're, to the wire we're here. Down to the wire, yeah. But um, so yeah, go ahead. So yeah, so let's talk about some of these games that are coming up. Uh, for Monday, these are these are actually on the uh, NHL schedule for Monday. So by the time everybody listens, these games will have already happened. But the first, the first one up, we were just talking about the Buffalo Sabers. They got a big one taking on the Boston Bruins. The Bruins crushed the Sabers the last time they met back in March, March second, as they lost seven to one. But the Sabres are, are trying to move up. Bruins on the road, not quite the same as Bruins at home. You're talking you about think? you're talking about the games going on today? Yeah, I'm sorry, oh, today. Why did I said Monday? You said Monday, you? yeah. Yeah. My fault. Anyway, Bruins, Sabres. Bruins have nothing to play for. They've clinched. They're they're just really playing to maintain their seed. They they are playing for history though. And and that's some they are playing for thing. history. So, so what are your thoughts? This game is actually going on right now as we talk. Boston already up two to nothing. Right. Not looking good for Buffalo. No, I like I, I like Boston in this game. Buffalo, I saw. You know, I, I watched that game against the Caps the other night, and Buffalo still lots of you know they've got a lot of youthful talent. Tage Thompson's a stud, but they make they make too many just fundamental errors at the wrong time i would say which is going and that's always going to sink a, a team like buffalo who's still trying to find their identity finding their legs uh like you're saying boston really not playing for anything other than the outside shot of setting a points record or maybe even a wins record um but but again they're up two to nothing so they are, clearly they're not too worried they about are it. and they they they're <laughs> i i read something speaking of the bruins brad marchand who i know you and i have have very mixed feelings about I love to hate Brad Martin. He had a great quote the other day. He goes, he goes, you know, he doesn't like, what did he say? Something like he's got very few friends in the league, but everybody he hates is now on his team or something like that because of all the people that they picked up. So um, good team chemistry there, Brad. But you know, I I think it was a little tongue in cheek sort of thing, but yeah, Boston just, they just keep doing what they've been doing and, and very, they're, 
as much as I dislike the Bruins, I love the business-like approach that they just go and do their job and just beat people down. You, you got you got to well, respect that. All right. You do have to respect that, even if I don't want to like it. I don't like it either. In about 30 minutes from the conclusion of this recording, your Caps will drop the puck in Minnesota, taking on the Wild. Your Caps just laid an egg against St. Louis. What do they need to do to follow up against Minnesota? And Dave, I have a chance to, I can actually have this game on my television because it is a regional NHL afternoon game on the NHL network. I think showing up would help that that might be yeah. a good start be uh, good. you know not giving i mean this team is atrocious at giving up the opening first or even first two goals can't do that well Minnesota- speaking speaking of goal speaking of goal darcy kipper status up in the air left practice saturday with an upper body injury not a lower body injury, not the dreaded lower body injury um what's the word on kemp if he can't play I I haven't heard anything. Who steps in? Charlie Lindgren will play for the Caps, and he's been playing. I mean, he he started off really rough against Buffalo the other day, and I I don't know if he played against St. Louis. It wouldn't have surprised me if he got smoked by his former team. Um, But he's he's been up and down, very hit and miss. He's got that great mustache, but other than that, Lindgren's okay. Uh, Kemper's the better goalie when he's healthy. But, you know, for me, it's a bigger game for Minnesota than the Caps because – you know they're still trying. They're they're what in a dead heat with Colorado for second place right now uh, in the Western Conference. So and you're looking at that as close as those two teams are. You're t- talking about home ice advantage. It looks like Colorado and Minnesota are going to play in the in the playoffs. So neither team can really afford to you know take a step back. Minnesota can't lose a game like this to a team like the Caps. So it, it's a much bigger game for them, I think. And I expect Minnesota to play well and probably win this thing. They're a better team. Easy. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to skip down a little bit later in the evening to talk about our next one in Madison square garden, Nashville predators at the Rangers. Your thoughts, sir, as we head into this, the Rangers trying to gain ground on the devils, the trail of my five points for second in the metropolitan division. They have won three straight. They look good. I, I watched them uh, the other night. They played, I think it was on ESPN, or that 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 weird animated sort of thing that they did the other day with the, the Cats. Yeah, talk and the about that weird animated thing. What was that? Because I wasn't watching the game, and they, you texted me about it, and I, I was doing something. They, like, I, I don't know don't what they were doing. They were like, they were like, it was like the game was going on, and then they would do like this animated overlay. So it was like animated players. Um, and I'm not oh. sure the technology that they were using to kind of translate what like was going. rotoscoping. Yeah, I, I, I was. It was. It was very strange. But it, they were trying to make. I know they're trying to make hockey a little bit more kid friendly. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, hockey's not the most kid friendly game out there. But yeah, I, more kids should play it. Sure, but you know, the Rangers, Patrick Kane playing really well. Zabanajad had a couple goals against the Caps. Um, they're they look like they're starting to find their chemistry with all these new additions that they've made, which is a scary proposition. Um, Nashville desperately needs this win. They're, they're on the precipice of falling out of contention. You know, they're five points behind um, five points behind Winnipeg for the last wildcard spot. So Nashville has to have this win. It's in Madison square garden. I don't think they're going to get it. I think the Rangers keep, you know, pressing 
forward and, and, and keep working on, on developing that team chemistry. And, and I still, I know the Rangers were your pick at the beginning of the year. I still think that they've got, you know, if they, Shesterkin is the one X factor for the Rangers that could lead them past a team like, say, Boston in the playoffs. But they've got the scoring. They've got the pieces in place. You got Tarasenko. You got Kane. Kane got a power play goal just the other night. I like, as again, <laughs> as much as I hate them, I like where the Rangers are. I, I think that they take this game against Nashville. They've Nashville's got more to play for. I just think the Rangers are the better team. And Nashville's another one of those teams that kind of seem like we're sellers we're selling they sold a lot at the deadline and yet they still are kind of sniffing around the periphery of the playoffs so i think this is one of these games where the rangers and the delusions of the nashvillians if that's a word <laughs> the nashvillians <laughs> and it's it's something that's for sure all right marquee game of the evening has to be the 7 p.m nhl network Prime time game going to be on there. It's even got the fancy logo next to it on the schedule. The New Jersey Devils heading to Tampa Bay to take on PC Tani's Lightning, a struggling Lightning, though they are 5-3-2 and two out of their last 10, playing a little bit better. But this is a huge game for both teams. Lightning are only three points behind Toronto in the Atlantic. The Devils only three points behind Carolina for first in the Metropolitan. Who shows up? Home ice doesn't matter. Your thoughts? It's at it's in Tampa Bay, so Lightning do play well at home. It's a big one. Uh, like you're saying, this is a big game for both teams. Uh, Tampa has after they went on that god awful run, where like they got everybody benched and Carolina just blew him out of the building, have been playing much better as of late. It starts with Nikita Kucherov. I think he's been much more productive the last few games, scoring more. Um, New Jersey is is the feel-good story of the year, the team that uh, finally had all that infusion of youth, and they've all come together, and they they are really good. Uh, I, I will probably go with Tampa Bay because they are playing at home. And like you're saying, man, that, that Toronto-Tampa Bay series that is lining up, which is it's a certainty at this point, right? I don't, there's no freaking way Toronto, no, Toronto's not catching Boston. Um, so Toronto, Tampa is going to happen again. And we saw what happened last year with that series and how tremendous it was. And it went right down to the seventh game. And, and I think if you're the Maple Leafs and, and you've done everything you possibly can this year to win that one series and whatever happens after the first round is, is almost I would it's it's of course it's relevant but it's just icing on the cake. They just have done everything to get by that hump, to win that playoff, that first round playoff series. If you're going to play Tampa Bay, yeah, you want that 7th game in Toronto. You don't want that in in Tampa despite their history with flaming out at home in game 7. So Tampa's got to think the opposite, you know. We want to get that 7th game at home if it goes that far. I just I feel home ice in Toronto Tampa Bay this year is probably going to be more important than the past. So I think I think Tampa's got that experience and Jersey's still finding their way in that regard, despite how great they've been. So I, I, I think I'll take Tampa. I'll make Tony happy. I think Tampa wins this one and, and keeps the pressure on Toronto. And, and we'll see, you know, they're down to what this they're down to their final 12 games as well. So, yeah, yeah. I I it's, like Tampa in this one. I think Jersey's probably been playing a little bit better, but Tampa seems to know how to turn it on when they need to. 
And this is one of those games where you guys need to, need to get serious here. Right, they've, they've definitely been there before. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Dave Ungar giving you his thoughts on a serious Sunday of hockey by Tuesday. We'll know if he was a genius or a goat. Oh, it's going to be a goat. You know, you know me. So. By, by the way, the Blues are going to lose to Winnipeg today. That's, that's going to be my call. Just, just saying. I know <laughs> really? we're playing Winnipeg. It's a bold call, Not a, bold call, Cotton. We'll bold, see how that turns out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's right. We're going we're gonna to see what happens. All right. That's going to do it for our first half. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to make Dave listen to me rant, maybe join me on a soapbox for a little bit because I, I got some thoughts about a, a news item of something that's a little, all too, in my opinion, all too common in the NHL. But before we get to our recorded commercials, I do want to remind you that if you love what we do here at the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com, and you want to support us, the best way to do so is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and invest in us by purchasing a ChairShot shirt. We have all kinds of awesome designs to choose from, and they only cost $19.99. However, if you're feeling fancy, want something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more, get it soft style, your body will thank you. We love doing this content every single day for you. We want to be able to keep putting that content out. And the best way to do to, to help us do that is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in us. All right. When we come back, Patrick climbs on a soapbox and hopes Dave joins him. You are listening to Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. And I think there should be more violins on television. And Oh no, sorry, that's a different rant from a Saturday Night Live sketch. My bad. Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk. For those of you who don't know who Gilda Radner is, look her up. You'll thank us later. Dave, I shared this article with you today. uh, We're here again. James Reimer of the San Jose Sharks goaltender boycotted the team's warm-up skate before its its 4-1 home loss to the New York Islanders on this past Saturday because his teammates wore jerseys that support the LGBTQIA plus community. For, here, here's Reimer's statement. For all 13 years of my NHL career, I have been a Christian. Not just in title, but in how I choose to live my life, how I choose to live my daily. I have a personal faith in Jesus Christ who died on a cross for my sins and in response asked me to love everyone and to follow him. I have no hate in my heart for anyone, and I have always strived to treat everyone that I encounter with respect and kindness. In this specific instance, I am choosing not to endorse something that is counter to my personal convictions, which are based on the Bible, the highest authority in my life. I strongly believe that every person has value and worth, and the LGBTQIA community like all others, should be welcomed in all aspects of the game of hockey. James Reimer. Let me start with this. That statement is so full of shit that you can wipe your ass off with it. Like, 
it's terrible. Like, you can't sit there and say, these are good people, and then boycott them. Because that's what you're doing. And it doesn't say anything in the Bible. You're choosing to take a verse and twist it to something you personally don't like because it gives you the heebie-jeebies. And this is a problem that the NHL needs to figure out. Because if they want to grow the sport in, in ways that make sense, letting players continue to make statements like this to boycott a, a practice skate and to not show up for a game because this gives you the heebie-jeebies because you have taken it out. You've taken the words that may or may not have actually been written by anyone. I mean, but hey, whatever. Christ, he, his whole message was, you know, fuck all those gay people. Fuck people. Get them out of here. That's exactly what his teachings were. So while you sit there and you invoke his name, you then act counter to his teaching. Walk off a bridge, dude. Walk off a bridge. I'm tired. Like I'm tired of this. And it's not just the NHL. It's it's people and athletes in general. And I'm not telling you you got to support someone's lifestyle, but you need to understand that your statement that you're saying that these people are cool but they're not cool. That's not anything. All that shows is that you're a great a asshole and that you don't value those people's lives. That's what that statement says, that you could give two shits about them, that you think they're going to burn in hell because you have this warped idea of what a book somebody may or may not have written about some dude who may or may not have existed is, is your philosophy and your way of living and, and that it's okay to, to feel like those people's lives are worthless. And it's, it's unbelievable to me that you can double speak in a statement that your PR person who wrote that for you, because you didn't write that, James. Nobody, everybody knows you didn't write that statement. Like somebody else wrote it for you. You typed it up nice and neat on Twitter or maybe read it in a press conference and it got quoted on Twitter. And shame on the San Jose Sharks for being the outlet and the place to publish it as well. Like make him put that on his own page. Instead, you backed your goaltender who is doing something that is harmful to other people. This is harmful to other people, which is not very Christ-like. Dave. Well, like like anything else, it's 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 the state of things where we live in now, where sports becomes a a a prism, uh, if you will, of of social concepts and social unrest, and, and and it's it's a forum for people to take anything they want and twist it in in a way that that they want to. I mean, you, and you saw this, you know, with the NFL, with people kneeling during the anthem and just the shitstorm right. that that caused, you know, because. It's kind of like the opposite of this, where you've got the individual players exercising their right not to support some shit that were thrust upon them by the league that they didn't believe in, um, which was, you know, racism and social injustice. But that being the case, this is not, you know, we've seen this a couple times with the NHL this year, where the NHL is trying to embrace the LBGTQ TIA. I mean, it's no offense to them. It's just too many acronyms at this point. It's like, shit, I can't keep track of all of it, but I get what they're saying. We know who we know who we're talking about. Um, but yeah, this isn't the first time the NHL has dealt with this. Minnesota had the same problem. If I remember early in the, in the year, San Jose, Northern California is come on now where the, the LGBTQ community is strongest is Northern California, arguably. I mean, but, you know, and I know there's, you know, all sorts of you can say jokes about it, but let's be honest, San Francisco has its own reputation as being 
you know the area for that but yeah, yeah it's just it's just like at this point it, it's like if you're not going to support it that's one thing invoking the, the teachings of the bible to say that this is why i don't want to support it dude just come out and say i i don't believe that you know i don't believe in in any of this stuff and and i can't support it but yeah to back it up by saying the bible instructs me not to support these people and i'm going to take a stand and i'm not going to wear this stuff but like you're saying these people are great. I really support them, but I'm really not going to support them is, is, is a hypocritical bunch of bullshit. And what I think is, what I think is fascinating is I do, I sports are, are fascinating to be in its place in our, the fabric of our, our country, right? Like sports are supposed to be an escape, but it's also had a very ugly history. It's had, you know, whether it's baseball and, you know, keeping anybody who wasn't white out of baseball. Uh, like, I just, gay people exist. Trans people exist. All those other letters within the LGBT alphabet soup exist. Yeah. And I don't think this guy gets, he's probably played hockey with someone that he doesn't know. It is is under one of those identities, and he's now put it out there that he can't be trusted as a teammate to anybody who identifies that way. Right, and, and because I, and I just wanted to say I I didn't mean to slight anybody by saying that. I just it's like yeah, there are a lot of letters no, attached no. with this at it's, this point. It's and it it's, grows. An, it's an ever evolving spectrum that's tough to keep up with, and people. This, the other thing that's very interesting is as we learn more about the human condition and we learn more about our identities and sexual identities and you know ethnicities and all of these different cultural backgrounds, you know, all of this stuff that continues to happen when when it comes to looking at diversity and inclusion, there's it's tough to figure out, it's tough to understand. It's so many people don't want to acknowledge that they have biases that they that these exist they can't reconcile within themselves internally that this is a real thing and i do think that it's a challenge for sports because sports is such a public eye thing right like it's the challenge for the nhl is it is a national venue it is a national venue that has I it's like the NFL, it's like MLB, it's like the NBA, all of these sports. People gravitate to them, they follow them, they celebrate them. And so whether when you're an athlete, you may not think that you have a role or responsibility here, but the unfortunate reality is, is you do. Charles Barkley famous famously said, I'm not a role model. That's true. Unfortunately, sometimes you don't get to choose who you are a role model for. And I get it. If you if you want to live under the auspices that you know your beliefs are your beliefs and you have a right to them, one thousand percent. Well, I, and I mean, it's the double speak that really sets me off. It, it's it, the it's the double speak of you're a good person. But I don't think you're a good person. Like you're cool with me, but you're not really cool with me. And that's what that statement, that's what really galls me. And honestly, it's tough if you're the NHL, and I'm sorry I cut you off, but if you're if you're the NHL, 
you're trying to you're trying to show that you're inclusive and welcoming to anybody who wants to participate and be a part of the sport. And, and so you're trying to do that. And, and other other sporting sporting events have Pride Nights, and other athletes have boycotted it too. But this is a hockey program, so that's what we're talking about. It. What, are, are you in or are you out in in being inclusive to these people? Because and and maybe my thing is, and Dave, and then I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. Maybe my thing is ultimately it's not so much that the guy made the statement and stepped out. It's that the San Jose Sharks themselves published the statement. I don't think the Sharks should have published the statement. I think that's on that guy to put out and face the press and right. be the guy. Like as Greg DeMarco talks about this a lot, personal accountability. Be personally accountable. Instead, what the Sharks did is said, we're having a pride night, but we're going to support a guy who's not in favor of having a pride night. Or wear pride jerseys. Like, what have you done there right. over a color scheme? Right. So three things I take from this right now, and then I'll, I'll shut up, is first off, your last point. If you're, an or, if you're an organization, you're any sports organization, and you are going to go out of your way to have a pride night for the fans and for everybody in attendance, then yeah, you can't back away from that and try to justify the individual opinions of one guy who's not going along with your team and organizational mandate not mandated but designated supported event and then to sit there and say well we we have to we have to cover for this one schmuck out here and and come up with something that here's why he's not supporting this and it makes us look bad so let's give him a bigger forum than he would otherwise normally have to spout his bullshit um you know like and like you're saying it's it's I find it that there are bigots out there and there are people who, for whatever reason, don't feel comfortable about this topic um, and have these um, preconceived biases or just these biases inherent in them. And they're looking for something to justify their own insecurity. I don't like this. I'm insecure about it. Oh, wait, I'm going to rely on the Bible to give me an out. And I think that's a bunch of bullshit. The NHL specifically, like you're talking about out of the big four sports organizations, there is no organization with more of an international connection than the NHL. It's not just North America. You know, you've got four or five franchises up in, up in Canada, you know, baseball's got right. one basketball's got one soccer MLS. If you're going to lump them in, I think they've got like two, you know, that sort of thing. NHL's got like five or six. So they've got a, a much more international appeal to them than any of the other sports leagues, which in my opinion gives them almost a, a, a larger responsibility to do the right thing in, in issues like this. And yeah, if you're a team and you're going to go and, and nobody, the NHL is not saying nobody's coming out saying you have to have a pride night, but if you're going to go down that path and recognize this section of the community, then go all in and, and don't give individual players if, if they want to if they don't want to support it fine you don't have to acknowledge that and publicize that as an organization let them like you're saying individual accountability like greg says let them do it on their own they want to say i'm not in support of this great go on your twitter account with your twelve thousand followers as opposed to having it publicized on the sharks account with its one million or whatever it is and make a bigger deal out of it and give this asshole a bigger form so those are my thoughts on it. But yeah, it's 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 an ongoing thing. And sports is a cru- and sports is a crucible and it's going to get looked and, at a and certain unfor- way. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to solve that problem today. But I think as an organization, if you're going to support a thing, then if a player makes a call, that makes a decision, 
let the player make the decision. Don't support it. Right. Don't don't be the publisher to put it out there. Exactly. So we we are coming out of we are we're coming up on time. So we are gonna get out of here on that note. Uh, before we do though, Dave, tell everybody where to find you on the socials and the chair shot radio network. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G and on Facebook.com slash Attitude Regression and my burner account, which is at How Drunk Is PC Tunny. There you go. And you can follow me on the socials at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. I am on the Chair Shot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Monday talking nerdy stuff with Dave, PC, Tony, sometimes Ray, sometimes Aesop Mitchell. Sometimes you don't know who's going to be on the show. It's all very exciting. Tuesdays, Dave and I usually talking hockey and music, depending on the time of year. Sometimes you get a five by five. Again, always a mystery and a surprise. Could be something special. And on Wednesdays, I'm with Greg DeMarco talking wrestling on the Greg DeMarco show. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk, though. We will catch you next week as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. Can't wait to start talking Stanley Cup, Dave. It's going to be a good time. Much more pleasant than the way I soapboxed the end of this show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.